Welcome to Into the Fire. I'm Duncan. And I'm Kate. And we're here to talk about life. The good, the bad, and the ugly. So come join the conversation. Well, hi, everyone. Welcome back to Into the Fire. And today we've got some very special guests and friends of ours, Justin and Kelly Rife. You're so welcome. Welcome, guys. guys. Great to have you with us. Thank you. And Justin and Kelly um, began their lives in Ohio and they felt a call from the Lord to, to come and join us here and catch the fire in Raleigh. And Justin and Kelly, can you tell us a little bit about your journey, how you ended up in Raleigh, North Carolina? Yeah, uh, it's a it's a really wild adventure how we got here. Um, we uh, were part of a church in Ohio, and it was it was starting to go a little bit downhill, and uh, we just needed to be fed, and so we started tuning into IHOP mm-hmm. and just yeah. um, just receiving what they were putting out, you know, just with their prayer room stream and everything like that, and. We actually ended up taking several trips down to IHOP. I mean, from Ohio, it was like an eight-ish hour drive. Yeah. It was a long yeah. way. 13 hours. 13 Kansas hours. City. You're right. You're better, wow. you're better at math than me. And um, uh, it, we did that for a few years. And then we found out, uh, I think we watched Finger of God movie. Uh-huh. I think it had just come out. And so we got introduced to this person named Heidi Baker. Mm-hmm. And Kelly started reading one of her books. And then um, we saw that she was going to be in Toronto Hmm. at this church in Toronto. Come on now. And uh, (laughs) at the, it was the 20th Revival Revival Alliance Alliance Conference. And uh, we just decided we were going to go. And it turns out Toronto is a shorter trip. Yes. For some reason, that never registered with us. We yeah. never thought to think, "Oh, out of the country is a shorter is a shorter way to go." But yeah. it totally was. And uh, man, we got there and didn't we had no idea who we were going to see, right. who the speakers were, mm-hmm. um, other than Heidi. And we got there, and um, and then Duncan, you spoke. Actually, I I stood up. I remember very clearly. I was. Um, it was during one of the worship sets, mm-hmm. and I was actually standing behind you. You were? I was standing behind you. Could and you see I anything? Think, yeah, <laughs> I was kind of bobbing back and forth behind you, I should say. And um, somebody had asked you for prayer. I don't remember who it was. I think it may, it may have been uh, Steve Witt from Cleveland. I think he was there. It may, it may have been. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. But you uh, you started praying for them in a way that I had never seen anybody mm. pray before, <laughs> you know, and cl- machine gun sounds and all of this other stuff. And, um, you were so excited. After I was that. so Whoa. excited. He came and to tell me. Cause for the first time in my life, I actually felt like that's a powerful prayer. Mm. Cause you prayed and they, and they hit the deck mm. and I had never seen that before. Oh, wow. Never seen that before. Wow. I grew up in a Lutheran church yeah. And then that's a lot kind of stepped away from, you know, yeah. a church church for a while. Mm. And so I had just never seen that before. And then you got up to speak and then I went into the bookshop and I saw your book, the cover of your book, and you're not supposed to judge a book by its cover, but I totally did. And in a good way, in a good way. And <laughs> and I got the book cause it, I was just drawn to it. And I, I, for some reason, 
I didn't connect the dots that the guy who I just saw speak is the same guy who wrote the book. Mm. Mm. Wow, really? Yeah. That's amazing. And then somebody, I think it was I think it was Kelly, she's like, I think that's who just spoke. And so oh. um that weekend I read I read the book cover to cover. Oh. You did? I did, and I don't read. I'm not a big reader at all. Wow. At all. You're more of an audio. I'm more of an mm. audio kind of in well, my hands. You know, you know. Consumed by love. Mm-hmm. That book, people were just saying, Duncan, you've got to do that book as an audio book. And so, you know, since we launched the book, we actually have done just that. Come on. We've, I recorded <laughs> uh, the audio book, professional recording, but I read it from cover to cover. So it's my voice. Yes. And That's uh, awesome. yeah, That's with awesome. that mixed up English uh American <laughs> slash sort of accent, um, but my uh, husky voice right there. And of course, the anointing that comes mm. from, you know, I think the author, the Holy Spirit, putting it, uh, that book into my heart yeah. and the work that comes, just being able to read that out. Mm-hmm. The audio, audio book has come out fantastic. So you can get the audio book of Consumed by Love on Audible. And uh, so any of you that are listening, if you would like to uh, hear my voice and take me <laughs> home with you in your head. <laughs> you won't regret it. Yeah, oh, you, won't thank, regret you won't regret it. Thank you so much. So ta- carry on. So Yeah. So uh, read that book. And um, so that's how I, I started hearing about you and mm. Catch the Fire. Raleigh. And at the time- You signed I, it too somehow. You signed right? it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And- um, Yeah. I can't but, sign your audio, Audible book. No. So <laughs> <laughs> Um, where was I going? You cut me off. Yeah, there. sorry. No, you. Yeah, you, you'd read the book and read the book. Uh, heard of Raleigh. That's right. I thought. I honestly. I mean, who who was representing Raleigh at that conference? It was you. I think Murray was there. JT Amber, and Kathy. J, JT and Canther, yeah. Kathy, uh, Brian Houston. I had no idea where Raleigh Carlos. was between mm. all the Carlos, accents. Yeah, yeah. Mm. between all your guys' yeah. accents, I had no idea where Raleigh was located. <laughs> wow, so many different <laughs> accents. Where is this place? That's North Carolina. <laughs> yes, yes. yes. <laughs> sounds like an international location. Oh yes. my gosh. Yeah. So, oh. um, that's how we got. You know, at least start recognizing. You know, catch the fire, and then. You want to pick up from there? Oh, no, I was just going to agree. That's really where we first, it was like, but it really stuck with you, Justin. Yeah. Um, and then while we were there, uh, Georgian and Winnie Banoff stood up mm-hmm. and spoke. And I won't go into all the details, but we both separately got so hit mm-hmm. by the Holy Spirit Whoa. that we, we felt this heaviness of the Spirit come on us and say, I want you to go. They were leading their 20th trip to the gypsies in yeah. Eastern Europe. Yeah. And in they Bulgaria. had invited in Bulgaria, Romania, yes. and Turkey. Oh. And I had never, this Canada was my only trip out of the country, but yeah. I'd always felt a call to missions. I was just always mm. felt like God was saying, you know, you, you, this radical call on my life. Yeah. And, and I didn't know what it was. And so I went to Justin after the conference. And I said, I said, you know, hun, I just can't get it off that I can't, I cannot get out from under this feeling that I'm mm-hmm. supposed to be on this trip. Would you bless it? I know Justin didn't really have a heart for overseas mission. He was doing so much with his band. He played and toured the whole country mm-hmm. at the time for seven years and was playing the biggest festivals, secular festivals mm-hmm. in our country. Wow. And I was home with these little, three little kids, these beautiful little girls of ours, our three daughters. Mm-hmm. And they I are said, so beautiful. They are. Yeah. We love them. And so 
he said, well, I, I do. I bless you to go on that trip. And then he comes to me about four days later and he goes, you're not going to believe this, but Holy Spirit laid it on my heart. I'm supposed to go on the trip oh. too. And so we went, How, how's that going to work? We have three <laughs> toddlers. Well, one's a baby and two toddlers. And then we had a friend call us out of the blue. We didn't even tell this person. And she said, the Lord laid on my heart that if Justin wants to go on this mission trip, I'm to take your kids for two and a half weeks. Ooh, and she had three wow. toddlers of her own and wow. her and her husband. Yeah. We said, wow. are you, are you, are you sure? That's extraordinary. That's, <laughs> That's the mission. That's, That's the mission. <laughs> yes. And so, <laughs> That's the mission. <laughs> so we, this is about, I think 2015 and we go on this life changing trip and this was our first experience being under apostolic leadership with mm -hmm. Georgie and Winnie with a father mm. and a mother. And yeah. we just had not been in a church atmosphere or, or atmosphere with the church where that was, was, was something that, that was taken seriously and right. was important. And so we, we just came alive under mm -hmm. that leadership. We, and we realized as we were there, we got to the last leg of the trip, we were in Ephesus and visiting Ephesus and ministering to gypsies over in Izmir, Turkey. And we had a day off and we just went on a walk together and we looked at each other and it was like, it got dropped on us. We mm. both felt the Lord say, I, I want you to do this with the rest of your lives. I want you on the streets of the cities mm. with the rest of Ooh. your lives. Yeah. And we just both looked at each other and we said, yes. And we then felt, what is the next step? And we felt the mm. Lord say, I want you to get trained up at a ministry school, will you go home and sell your home? We had this gore, it was the best home we'd ever had. Gorgeous, a very desirable neighborhood. Mm. Mm. And we said, yes. And we went home and we told our church community, it was extremely difficult mm. to tell them because they were good friends. We'd been through a lot together. Yeah. And we just, we asked him, okay, show us, show us where you want us. And long story short, he leads us down here to Raleigh, North Carolina. Mm. And he says, I want you at the School of Revival, yes! ministry school. Oh, I catch yeah. the fire, Raleigh yeah. Durham. Yeah. And and we, you know, we watched him. We watched him sell our house in two weeks. Wow. We watched him provide money three out of feet nowhere. Three the snow on the ground. Three feet of snow, blizzard in Northeast Ohio. Yes. I mean, wow. and we watched him provide, open every door and provide every miracle to get us here. Wow. Like it was just effortless because we learned, we were learning to trust the Lord step yes. by step with yes. our lives. Yes. Um, and we always say when we got down here, we didn't just, we didn't just, we, we thought we were coming for a ministry school, but God showed us when we got down here that he was giving us a family and oh, it was catch yes. the fire mm. yeah. and our lives just began to change so dramatically. Yeah. yeah you, you too have been amazing. Yes. And I remember, yeah. And I remember, you know, you came and it was like, there was a supernatural connection. It was like you'd already always been there. Mm. Yeah. You were like the family we'd been waiting for here in Catch the Fire that God oh, really you. emphasized that whole family and you became family and provided family for others. And, you know, you've got an incredible gift of hospitality and gathering and, you know, really loving people well. And that was just such a blessing to to us here in, in Raleigh at Catch yeah, the Fire. It really is. And, you know, just the fact that you laid your lives down like that, Yeah, mm. gave up everything. You know, it sounds a lot like what Jesus <laughs> has asked every one of us as Christians to do, you know, but seems so elusive for mm. so many. And, uh, you know, but you gave it all up. And, you know, 
and yet you threw yourselves in like 100 percent mm. you know humbled yourselves mm. became students even though how old were you when you did the school of revival like were you already 30 i was 37 37 you were younger <laughs> Goodness. 34, 35, something like that. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Are, yep. are you sure you do? You guys don't look any older than that right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. And, you know, and spent two years of your life just, you know, learning and being just being immersed in, in, in the values of the Father's love mm -hmm. and healing life's hurts and the ministering in the power yes. of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, tell us what the journey you know, has been for you after doing the school, how did you get back to the fulfillment of the word that God mm. gave you right there in Turkey <laughs> when you looked at each other and said, we're going to be ministering to the streets for the rest of our lives? I'll, I'll say just because this, this was an own, my own personal moment. Um, I think it was our second year of school, myself and two of my friends, Ashling Finnan and Kathy Menarchek, decided to go up to the prophetic school in Toronto mm -hmm. for a week. Oh yeah, I remember that. And yeah, yeah. and so it, it, all along in our journey, I can say, yes, we were being instilled with the love of the Father. We were growing, learning, maturing, things were being shed of, of just our old ways of thinking. Mm -hmm. Our identity was becoming so secure in his love. Oh. Um, and we were being taught and surrounded by family. And really it was, it was, we, when we came here, we'd been through two, you know, churches where we'd been leaders and we'd really connected and had incredible experiences. But when we came here, we had to say, I'm going to let all that die. Yeah. What I think I know in order to be raised up again and grown mm. up in the father's love in a new way that he would yes. add unto all those other experiences we've had yeah. and, <clears throat> and bring purpose to it. And so we really, uh, we really had to come in and say, Oh, we could say, Oh, well, I already know this. And I, I'm, I've been a leader here and I've mm. done this. But the Lord really showed us, no, just let it all, lay it all down, learn from where I have you and the people I've put you in family with, mm. because I have something new to show you. It's extraordinary. And it, it, it was, it was amazing. But anyway, back to this, we drove, uh, Kathy and Ashling and I drove all the way up to Toronto for this uh, prophetic week. And while we were up there, it was the final day and uh, Patricia Bootsma was teaching and we're sitting front row the whole week, just like, uh, <laughs> you know, listening, our jaws dropped, everything. We were learning so much. And I began to shake. Wow. And she's teaching on prophetic evangelism. Wow. And I began to shake. And it was like the calling from the start back in Turkey and things God had been doing my mm. whole life suddenly just all at once. It, it was all right there again, the vision mm. and the calling and the Holy Spirit all I can describe it as is a groan started to come mm. out of the depths of me. I, and, I, and I'm the only one in the room. I'm groaning. I'm mm. groaning under the weight of what she's teaching on evangelism. And I, I, I just felt the Holy Spirit saying, you're going to, I'm lighting a fire in you Whoa. again. You and your husband, even though he's not here right now, I'm lighting a fire for what I first called you to mm. and why I brought you here. And I'm reminding you. And then Patricia, Patricia said, anyone who wants to receive impartation, come up for, I, I was the first one. I dove onto the <laughs> ground. I began, wow. and the groan starts to come out and I'm wailing and wailing. Wow. And all of a sudden I go into an open vision and it's, it's a city street and it was in black and white. And I felt like I was just being moved along this, this almost this movie and I'm watching and there's, there's girls on the side of the street prostituting and trafficking themselves. There's 
orphans and mm. widows and prisoners mm. and drug dealers and pimps and, you know, and all these people that, and people who have, are homeless and have no money. And I'm weeping and wailing as I watch this. And Patricia puts her fingers right on the back of me and she goes, what, she goes, what nation is God giving you? And wow. she asks this to everyone. And I said, Lord, what nation is this? I can't see what nation. And he goes, this is the, my nation of the city streets, wherever Ooh. you go, oh. I am giving you the city streets. That is your nation. Wow. Oh my and goodness. he said, that is yours and your husband's nation. Oh. You will have the city streets wherever I put you and wherever you go. And I just wailed and oh wailed. And it was like, goodness. it went so deep. Oh. And I said, I, I'm, I've, I've just, I've goosebumps yeah. <laughs> all over me right now. I do too. I'm, I I'm covered again. I know. It's, and the love of the father. Yeah, that's extraordinary. so good. And his, yeah. And it went so deep and I came home and, you know, shared with Justin mm. and then a conference happened about two weeks later here. And David Wagner was here. Mm. We brought David Wagner in here at Catch the Fire, Raleigh, Durham. And he comes up and gives us a prophetic word that, that just took years, probably 15 years of what the Lord had been speaking through dreams, visions, words, mm. all our other places we'd been a part of. And it just drove it in. And it was mm. about this house that we would house women in someday, women who were broken, who'd come out of traffic situations mm. and homelessness and addiction. And we would, and he, he simply said, you will look at someone who doesn't know they're beautiful and you will tell them you are beautiful mm. and you will instill mm -hmm. beauty in mm. them. And we both just hit the ground again because we knew how significant this word was yeah. in, to who we are, so, and what God was doing. Yeah. And so we got that word and just, uh, I mean, just marinated in it <laughs> for yeah. a while, yes. Yeah, you know, and yes. the weight of it. I mean, we feel it now. And yeah. um, we, from there, we, we felt like we were, we were going to go to uh, Brazil. Mm -hmm. And so we took a trip to Brazil, to Cifi, Brazil with Nick and Rachel Billman over there. Yeah. And, uh, the connection there was was incredible. I won't get into all the details, but we made it over there, and we, honest to goodness, we thought we were going to move there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we I thought, remember. Um, yep. I mean, we went there kind of on two weeks, kind of as an exploratory, yeah. you know, dip your toe in the water and just see what this is like because you're you're going in, and mm -hmm. um, we got there, and it was an it was an incredible experience, but the Lord spoke very clearly to us and said, "You're you're to." bring back what you learn here and do it in Durham and do it from a place of family. Oh, and catch the fire. Catch the fire. He wow. said very clearly. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's so amazing because I remember, you know, in our times where we've chit chatted together at that time, you know, and I can remember you guys just like, you know, working it through. Should, you know, should we go to Brazil? Should we, you know, even when you came back to, you know, or, or even when you were thinking of oh, it was going to be mm -hmm. here and somewhere else or whatever, is it our own ministry? Is it something mm. God wants to birth or is it with catch the fire? And, you know, I just, for Kate and I, we found it extraordinary that through all of that, of course, we're holding you really lightly, yes. you know, just holding you really like lightly. Like you do as leaders. Yeah. Of course, we're thinking yes. on the inside, Lord, these two are golden. If there's anybody that we would love to launch a ministry mm to the streets of this triangle region, yeah. most especially Durham, 
this is the couple, Lord. I mean, mm. you've brought them from Ohio. They've been exemplary through the School of Revival. Mm. They've, they're with flying colors. You know, they've got missions, flame burning in their hearts. I mean, they're just <laughs> like, you know, they're, they're everything that we could ever want. But Lord, we're just going to hold them really lightly. Mm. If you want them in Brazil, you lead them to Brazil. Mm -hmm. If you want them in their own ministry, even if they come back, Lord, we'll support them. Let it be their own ministry, you know. And, and I can remember thinking, you know, they're going to, they want to buy a house and let it be their ministry, Lord. If that's what they want, we're going to get right behind them. Mm. However, we can do that, you know. And so when we when we heard that, actually, you want to do it with Catch the Fire, mm. we will with your local church. Yeah. And of course, this local church is part of a global ministry yes. of Catch the Fire. Yeah. So you know, this is just a small beginning in Durham. I mean, it's just going to yeah. explode all over the mm. what God's. Put in your hearts yeah. and what you've been faithful with and faithful with a little, you will be given much. And I've no doubt that the Lord is just going to take what you two have been doing here, which we'll get into in a moment, and and just propel it all over the world. Mm. I, I, I know it's going to happen. Yeah. But guys, I just want to say a massive thank you to you for just wanting to do it at a local church level. Yeah. Mm. You know? And yeah. humbling yourselves in that. And yet it's ended up with it exploding, yeah. hasn't it? Yeah, what what did that actually mean to you when when you said you wanted to do it here with the, the church family? Well, you know, really, I mean, we can't take a lot of credit. We were just trying to follow our heavenly dad yeah, and sure. he asked us to come back and do it from a place of family. I mean, sometimes when you think when you think on your own terms, especially with the heart of a missionary, you think of all the I'm going to go to this place and that place and oh Brazil or Romania, that's that's romantic. That's exciting as a missionary and so yeah adventurous yeah. and so when the lord told us come back and do it from a place of family with catch the fire we didn't know what that would look like yeah. we were just being obedient but we didn't feel disappointed we felt more excited and mm. some people might feel well that's not you know that's just mm. durham north carolina but it's to us it was like no then god you must have a lot of treasures in durham that mm. you love oh, and want to reach and and if we're going to be if we're going to truly say we follow you, yeah. then we're going to follow you, whether it's to the most Muslim nation or right to our inner city downtown. Yeah. 10 minutes and away. 10 minutes away. But what we were most excited about was we, we actually, we very, we, we very much missed Catch the Fire, even those two weeks. We missed the family God had created around us mm. and given us. And we missed that feeling and how loved we felt and, and received mm. and, and, and so when we came back, we didn't even know where to begin, but you know what we said? We said, okay, well, where are the places everyone tells you not to go? Where are the places that our realtors, everyone else said, don't move there. Don't go there. It's dangerous. Stay away, Stay away from there. And it was East Durham. And so we said, that's where we'll go. It wasn't oh. even some direct Lord word mm. from the Lord on East Durham. And we said, that's where we'll go. And we're like, okay, so what do we do? We have nothing. And, and Duncan, you preached on this once. We've been talking about this since it, you look at what's in your hand yeah. and you use it. It's, it's what God has given you in that moment, the tool. Mm. We didn't have much in our hands. We were living in North Raleigh in a, a beautiful neighborhood, but we had money to buy groceries. And <laughs> we so we went, water. we got some water bottles and we got stuff to make sandwiches. We borrowed our friend Carrie's wagon. Yeah. And then we said, and we've got friends, we've got family. And we just invited about nine people to go with us from the Catch the Fire community. And they said yes. And we just went downtown Durham, East Durham mm. one evening. 
And we said, okay, Lord, show us. This is the yeah, beginning. Yeah. And it was small beginnings, which mm. is how we have led and walked with the Lord and followed yes. him from the start. One of the biggest visions he gave us um, in the beginning, because we have ended up eventually starting an Ignite group, um, which is our our house church, small groups. Connect groups. Your connect yeah. groups now. Um, and in that, we would pray and pray, and then we'd go, we'd worship and pray, and we'd get words from the Lord, and then we'd go out. And our small Ignite group started in our living room, and I was I was sitting there one night, and we were praying, and the Lord gave us a vision. And in the vision, he showed us all these places in Durham that he, we had been going, and they were the places that that the drug the the drug culture was happening. There was prostitution and homelessness. Mm. And as I looked closer, I saw he was standing in each of those places. Oh, Jesus, wow. he he was standing, and you'd almost miss him if you didn't look mm. close enough. Wow! Like he have a hoodie on, and he looked. He's leaning on the bus stop or brick wall, or sitting on sidewalk with a girl sitting on the sidewalk. And and I looked at him, I said, Lord, what's that? And he said, you know, I'm already there, don't you? And he said, mm. I've never left them. He said, I'm already out there. You are not bringing me to them. You are joining me where I'm already oh at work. Oh my gosh, I got those goosebumps <laughs> <Yeah>. again. <laughs> and he said, will you join me? Will you go? Oh. And we just all said, yes, wherever you lead us, but yeah. you have to open the doors. We need your strategy. And so we just continued to go and yeah. He opened those doors. He did. Door by yes. door. I don't know if you want to speak on any of that. Um, yeah. I mean, for me, it was, um, I mean, reading your book first and having that revelation of the, the oneness. Yeah. Mm. Our oneness with Christ. Our yeah. oneness with Christ. And it's mm. like, well, I, of course, I, if I'm one with him, yeah. I need to be where he's at. Yeah. Mm. Oh, right. Wow. Mm. And I mean, years ago, I got the I got a tattoo on my arm. It's uh, Psalm thirty four eighteen. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves mm. those who are crushed in spirit. Mm. Well, if that's true, then he, of course He's already there. Yeah, He's already there. And wow, um, you know, if I ever feel uh, lost or like I'm doubting in my mm. faith, or if I'm struggling with something, or if I feel crushed, yeah, the Lord is close to me. Mm. Yeah. And the best thing I can do for my, for my faith is to go visit those who are there as well, mm. because wow. that's where you're going to meet him. Yeah. In my life, I've never had that thought like that. No. <laughs> that is absolutely profound. Yeah. Meeting Good. people in their pain and their mess because Jesus is with them. Even yes. while you're in your pain and your mess mm. or, or even more than that. Precisely because you're in your pain and mess, yeah. yes. he's with you in it. Mm. You can go mm. because it's actually, you know, Second Corinthians chapter one, verse three to five. It says, "Now may the God of all comfort comfort you, yes, mm. so That's that good. you, in turn, can comfort others, yes, with the same comfort you've received yes. from yes. Him." Yes. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. that that's that's where you know we say, well, where where do people need comfort? Yeah. And and when we go into the places. And we don't shy away from the darkest places because yeah. Jesus, I mean, he ran straight into those places. Right. Those are the places they need the light. They mm. need Jesus. And we carry Jesus and he's already there. And if he's already there, I don't have to be afraid. Wow. I can run straight into there and I can partner with him and I can bring comfort to those who are lost, those who are broken yeah. and hurting. And, and, and I'll say, I mean, I, I can't even begin. We can't even begin to tell you over these last three years, the things that have happened, because 
it, it's so much, but the, the individual stories themselves, the salvations, the healings, the deliverances, the, um, the success stories to us look like they look like a myriad of things. Sometimes the success story is yesterday, Justin, uh, gave a girl a hug who'd been brutally, brutally raped years mm-hmm. ago and shared her story with dead him, in the woods. left oh. for dead, almost murdered, almost died. And, and he, he, she shared her story with him yesterday and, and you hugged her, right? And you can share about what she said. Someone tells you a story like that. Oh, it's yeah. really hard to find the right words. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. What do you, what do you say? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. what can you say? And Holy Spirit just dropped on me and he just said, she needs a hug. She needs a safe hug. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. so I asked her if I if she would permit me to give her a hug. And she said, it's what I need more than anything. Oh. And I gave her a hug. It lasted about a minute and a half. Mm-hmm. And um, after about 15 seconds, she just was just a pool of, you know, yeah. a crumbling. Yes. Yeah. Crumbled into tears. Crumbled and, um, I mean, just weeping mm-hmm. and snot everywhere. Mm-hmm. And wow. it was, you know, but it was a beautiful moment. Mm-hmm. And when she... Uh, when she sat back down, uh, she said, this is how I know there's a God that loves me. Oh, I just, feel, She goes, I wow. just feel like heaven came to earth. Oh, Ooh. Wow. A simple hug. Mm. Oh my gosh. We I'm getting goosebumps again. <laughs> this is like crazy. We, oh. we had another story, you know, of, of a girl who we've been journeying with and, um, you know, her story is you know, just a, a total roller coaster, but mm. we've been with her, you know, mm. through the duration mm. of that, or at least part of it. And, and she looked at me, she was in another tough spot yesterday and she just looked at, you know, me and, and a, one of the other people on our team and said, I just am so thankful for friends like you. Oh, wow. wow. And to me, like that's family. Yeah. That's yeah. family. Like these, I mean, a lot of these people, they feel they're, they're outcasts. Yeah. They don't have yeah. friends who are actually pointing them towards something better. Mm-hmm. They might yeah. feel accepted yeah. where they're at. Yeah. They might feel loved where they're at, yeah. you know, but, but nobody's, you know, pointing them towards Jesus. Yeah. Towards mm-hmm. a better future yeah. or anything. And so this is where the, this is where us as the church, we get to step in and mm-hmm. actually be that for them. Mm-hmm. So, so totally I believe amazing. in you. You're yeah. a champion. Yeah. You're your father's son or daughter. Mm-hmm. And we want to help you understand who you are mm-hmm. and help yes. you come out of a pit that maybe yes. you've sunk this far into, yes. but there's still hope. We want to lift your arms up. And we, and one of the biggest things with embrace the ministry that as we go out and really this is catch the fires and we believe um, the church as a whole, we, we own this We're we're, we're called to be the hands and feet and voice yeah. of Jesus yes. in our cities yeah. um, is we, we really make it, it, uh, it clear to our teams that this is not an us and them no. culture we're creating. The kingdom is a feast where it's all mm. of us. It's a, we culture. We yes. come together and we feast at the father's table and someone might be over here mm. and someone might be over there prostituting and someone might be selling drugs here. And we've had guns pulled and all kinds of things. I mean, we've had stories wow. that we've yeah. been verbally assaulted. We've almost been, yeah. you know, physically assaulted, but the peace of God comes every time because yeah. he is with us and we are with him. And we get to be the atmosphere changers in that moment yes. because yes. we partner with Jesus 
But, you know, we we see lives changed when we just are out there rubbing elbows mm. and saying, you yeah. matter, you matter. And often I'll say, you know, the line is very, very thin between me and that girl over there yes. prostituting. Yes. The line is very thin between where my life took this direction and her life took that direction. Those lines are very thin, but mm. that line what I do know about that line is that line is the blood of Jesus. Yes. That line is the difference between knowing a God who loves me and not believing the greatest thing about myself, the best about myself. And that is that I am loved mm. by a heavenly father who sees me and knows me. And so our, our heart is to say, Hey, we are the church. God is already here, but yeah. you need the church to come around you and remind you that we are, we are sons and daughters of a living mm. God and we're all making our way back to him, but he already paid the price. So we don't have mm. to, we don't, we don't have to take that step to him. He's going to, the moment we turn and we look at him, he's going to come running to us mm. yeah. because we're prodigal sons and daughters yeah. yes. and he's going to go all the way for us. And so we just, we're finding a culture out there in our cities that just, they need to know mm. that, that God sees them, that he knows them yes. and he loves them. That's so amazing. And, you know, the good news of the kingdom is attractive, mm. isn't it? Yeah. And um, I w we were talking earlier while we were eating food and you said, oh, the local restaurant, they gave us food during COVID. So, I mean, it's been a an interesting season for many families. And I would particularly think for some of the families that you've been ministering and blessing. But what has God been doing through that? time specifically grown a lot during it's, it it's uh, <laughs> uh i mean the ministry itself i mean the has just quadrupled maybe oh, exploded wow. it, it, it's exploded. exploded goodness it's exploded um you know we we do get we get donations from local grocery stores and i remember when um the quarantine order hit mm. and you know you go into the grocery store you know if they were open and yeah. the shelves are totally bare yeah and, um, we were, I was, it was my day to go pick up food from one of the grocery stores. And I was thinking, this is the mm. most pointless trip I've ever made <laughs> in my life. And, not uh, have anything. you get there and uh, the manager looks at me and he's like, yeah, there's look around you, man. Like there's nothing here. And I was like, look, I just drove all this way. Just please let me just go back and look myself. Even yeah. if it's just a loaf of bread, yeah. I know somebody I can give that to. Yeah. That's oh, all that matters. Justin. And so we get back there and the it was the freezer was full. Oh. It was the largest donation to date at that point in time that we had ever received from wow. them. Filled what? my van from back to front. Wow. Almost it's had to take two trips since. and it hasn't stopped since. All the grocery stores. Different ones Jesus, around the city. You are Different extraordinary. Yep. Wow. Multiplication. Yeah. Multiplication. Yep. Yeah. It's been incredible. <laughs> Our freezers and refrigerators have been so full with meat. We never used uh. to get meat. Wow. Now we, we have so much Never. meat. Sometimes our families have to take it what's left because we've given out so much and there's an overabundance of it oh. that we have to say to our, the people helping in the ministry, Hey, take some, your family gets some too now. Wow. So it's just, That's it's amazing. Kingdom, though, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. yeah. Yep. Yes. So, oh, so wow. absolutely. You know, I have to say, Kate, I think, you know, listening to you both, the level of tenacity. Yeah that is in your hearts can just 
only come from encountering and the Lord. And faith. Yeah, the faith and the tenacity that's in your hearts is just it's just extraordinary to me. And I know that it is something that the Lord has put in you. I can see both of your eyes are just shining, just mm. looking at me now. Yeah, so much you, joy. You've just got so much joy. And I would love for you to release an impartation. Kate and I would love for you to release an impartation of that, you know, first of all, that people will have those encounters with God that would lead to, you know, their own moments where God puts, burns into their hearts, brands into their hearts, his purpose and his will for their lives, that they'll go and do extraordinary things. And that second that comes from those encounters is that faith that's mm. only his faith and that tenacity that comes from him. Mm. That means that you just never give up. You, you, you're you the type of person that turns around and says, I'm, I'm not quitting. I'm going to do this to the very end. And you both just ooze that. And I would love for you to release that impartation. And if you don't mind, I'll be on the other side of you both here <laughs> receiving it too. Oh, well, Father, we just love you so much. And we thank you, God, that you are doing something extraordinary in these times, God, yeah. that, that in these moments when it's so easy to lose hope, Lord, mm. and to look at things as this is a famine and this is a time where we don't have enough and and things aren't going as we would like them to, or things are scary, God, that you are the God mm -hmm. who multiplies. You are yeah. the God who takes our little loaf of bread and gives us a freezer oh. filled with more food than we've ever received oh, so. to give to the people in the city, God. And we thank you, Jesus, that there are so many out there, Lord, um, that are just are, are looking for hope. They're looking for the mm -hmm. church to come out and say, hey, I see you and I know the one who created you and the one who sees you and loves you. And, and let me point you to him. Let me be your friend. Mm -hmm. And so, Lord, we just impart right now to anyone out there, um, just just our brothers and our sisters yes, in Lord. the church family. Yeah. We am, we give you an impartation right now mm -hmm. that you would be able to know and hear and see and walk in the things things that the Lord has called you to in your own wow. community, that yeah. you would walk in the faith that God has instilled in you, that he is a God who sees and knows you and that he has a purpose for your life. Yes, and Lord. we pray right now that anyone out there who's been wondering, how do I reach my neighbor? How do mm. I reach my city? How do, oh, do I have to do this or that? that? That right now you would know right now in your heart, yeah. the yeah. one thing that God yes, wants Lord. you to do yeah. today that he has for you. And it would be effortless because he is mm. with you and mm. he is already there with your neighbor. He is already out in your city. He is mm. already in your neighborhood or your place of work or wherever it is that, that he has called you. And he is yeah. saying, will you Thank join you, me? Wow. And so we bless you church yes. we bless you to rise up and join him outside the four walls wherever those four walls may be uh, your own home or a, a building whatever it is a church building that you you would know that God is already out there at work just as much as he is within those four walls yeah. and you would go after it with him and you would trust him that that first step can be really scary but God is all already out in the darkness and he is not afraid of those places yeah. and so we bless you yeah. with the strength to go and we bless you with the integrity and the faithfulness to continue to go yeah. to not give up and to not not look at perceived setbacks 
as a place to say, well, I'm going to shrink back. Mm. But instead, those perceived setbacks would be the place as you say, no, I'm not going to shrink back. I'm going to yeah. rise up Trumbled. with my heavenly father mm. filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to walk up to where I see a wall and I'm going to find there's a door and I'm going to kick it in because that's where wow. Jesus is. Wow. And he is alive and well and working in oh, my neighborhood, so my good, city, Lord. my yes, place of you, work. Lord. And we just bless you. We bless yeah. you with that yeah. church. Yeah. Yes. And Father, we just thank you for just a revelation of love. Yes. Jesus. Of what it means to love our neighbors as yeah. ourselves, what mm. it means to love our enemies, mm. yeah. God. And we thank you that you are a God of love and that yeah. we get to, we get to be your mouthpiece yeah. out in the, mm. in the dark places, in the broken places. We get to bring uh, that, that truth and that revelation, mm. God, that, uh, for people who are standing on death's door, God, that we get to mm. tell them about the resurrection and that life is an option and mm. life uh, at its fullest is an option yeah. with you, God, that you are the way, yeah. you are the way. And so God, we just thank you for your church. We thank you that your church was your idea and we get to be a part of that. Yes. And um, man, just, we just ask you, God, that you continue to send us out, yes. send us mm. out, thank you, send Lord. us out thank you, Lord. and rise us up and and help us to be as creation is groaning yeah. that we get to be the answer to that groan god mm, yeah. yeah we get to we get to respond wow, to that groaning wow, god wow. with just the balm of your peace and mm-hmm. your presence and your comfort and your resurrection power god and um just thank you thank yeah. you that as we look in in the faces of our brothers and sisters out there we don't we don't see them as poor or broken but we see them as brothers and sisters yeah mm-hmm. we see you working in their lives already yeah. and we thank you god we yeah. thank you and send us out to fill to fill those gaps god thank, thank you, you. Lord. Wow. Yeah. wow and anyone who ever wants to go out with us in the raleigh durham chapel hill area we go out all throughout the week to the city mm-hmm. and we'd be happy to bring you along and so teach good. you and you can join us it's Learn trial on the by road. fire yeah it's trial by <laughs> yes. fire with us oh, so. <laughs> you know i just um i've i've just been struck by the the whole thing that you were willing to say yes mm. to just making a few sandwiches and some water and mm. and and going and not thinking that it had to be this massive empire ministry, you know, you're the big evangelist going to the lost, but you were really just took the little that you had, as you said, what what was in your hand and, and how the Lord has multiplied that. Mm-hmm. You didn't seek something for the sake of it getting big and influential in that way, but your motivation was towards every person that you would meet and have that kingdom connection with. And, you know, thank you so much for sharing your hearts, sharing your passion, and just inspiring so many people today. (laughs) And I think you have demystified something that many of us feel overwhelmed with the task. Yeah, fantastic. Thank you so much, Justin and Kelly. Thank you for having us. I thank God for Embrace that you've started. We're so grateful you said yes We really are. You two are amazing. Mm, you guys are amazing too. Thank you for being family with us and inviting us into family. Oh, creating space for joy. Us. Our yes. joy. Our privilege. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>